Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. This audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. Welcome to Saga Podcast. I'm Garrison, and I'm here with... Sarah. And this is your... It should be your favorite animation podcast, if it's not already. And today we're going to be talking about Wolfwalkers. Now, what is Wolfwalkers? Wolfwalkers um, is an animation but what is the story you asked? So the story is um, is about this young girl named Robin who recently moved to Ireland with her father. And her father is this um, wolf hunter who is tasked with uh, ridding the town's area of wolves. And Robin wants to help her, her father because, you know, she looks up to him. But uh, he believes that this is too dangerous for a young girl and tells her not to. But uh, this leads Robin on a fantastic journey of uncovering the truth of the Wolfwalkers. And Wolfwalkers are these uh, magical people with the ability to communicate and become wolves. And with new understanding and wanting to help her, her new Wolfwalker friend, Meb, um, Robin agrees to help Meb find her lost mother. Yeah. What a, an interesting story. Uh, does this remind you of anything that you've seen in the past? Just curious. It felt Disney-like, like something about the way they told the story or the color palette or, um, Yes, well, in one of my notes, I have that, um, what's his name, Oliver uh, Cromwell, the uh, town's um, leader. Uh, yeah, so he kind of re- reminded me of Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and because they're both sort of dogmatic, and uh, they're driven by their faith, and they kind of do bad things because of it. Right, or maybe like um, the... Uh, what's it? The guy's name? The parish? Is it a parishioner or something from um, Pocahontas, where he's like, um, like this villain? Never seen it. So, oh no, I'll just have to take your word for it. I feel like maybe we need to add that to the list now. <laughs> if you've never seen Pocahontas, um, yeah, like I like I kind of saw it. Like I I re remember um like i was in the first or second grade and i was in class and we watched it but i don't know if we watched the whole thing and plus and plus that was like 40 years ago so i don't really remember that much right 40 years ago okay yeah whatever like uh, like a six-year-old me or however old yeah um, like 2001 or something i don't know oh yeah okay 
Okay, so real quick, I just looked this up because I know that name, Oliver Cromwell, is based off of an actual person. Okay, so I just looked this up. Um, Wikipedia has this to say about Oliver Cromwell. He is an English statesman. Uh, he was an English general who was a first as a subordinate and later commander-in-chief. He led the armies of the Parliament of England against King Charles I during the English Civil War, subsequently ruling the British Isles as Lord Protector from 1653 until his death in 1658. I knew that was an actual person. Yes, but... Unlike in this movie, he did not die by falling into a pit of spikes. That's he just true. died of like natural causes or something. Sounds about right, yeah. Um, yeah, so do you just want to talk about your impressions, your thoughts? Sure. Um, well, first off, uh, this is a movie by the same producers of Secret of the Kells and Song of the Sea. Um, it is only available on Apple TV with a subscription. And no, we are not sponsored. But if you would like to sponsor us, we would gladly take it and tell you about Apple TV as much as possible. Um, Apple TV is a great subscription service. Join today. Join today. Just kidding. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I joined for to watch this movie, but like, I'm going to cancel my free sub seven day subscription after this to bh yeah yeah um yeah it, it's it's kind of bare uh maybe I, I just didn't navigate it properly but it didn't really seem like too too much was on it yeah especially not in the way of animation not not yet um right so my thought my in my first impressions were that like it, it it started kind of slow like like the first 30 40 minutes was just sort of built up but like once that happened it was pretty much just just um constant like constant um like stuff happening uh plot uh plot things happening um the well, I wasn't too fond of, of like how characters, like so many things could have been solved if, if characters just would have talked, but it didn't happen. Right. Like if that adult female mother might have like gone into the city and just been like, hey, yo, I'm a wolf walker. Don't be afraid of me. Uh-huh. Or if, if um, Robin just uh, like, slapped her her dad then he probably would have listened or like punched him in the nuts one good time i don't think that's communication i mean it's i guess it's a form of communication i don't know if that's a healthy i don't know i don't know they had a weird relationship anyway really you think so I, yeah i think so i mean there's you know typical like mother or not mother daughter but father daughter maybe but the fact that like he kind of relied on his daughter to take care of everything at the house is kind of weird um was that normal like is it like is that just a time time appropriate yeah or yeah maybe it's to be time appropriate we'll we'll leave it at that yeah um oh but, but also she didn't even like do a good job at keeping the house clean 
Right, yeah. Her imagination seemed to take the best of her most days, which is just like a typical child. Um, yeah, you know, maybe, I don't know. Plus, you know, she was alone most of the time. But, okay, yeah, it, I will, it's just... It's just the period. There aren't babysitters in the 1600s. What am I saying? Mm -hmm. And I think there was like a, well, I'm not too sure. Like there's, there's like some tension with the British and the, and the Irish, right? And they moved from like Britain, I think. So, and like with the Robin and the young kids, there was like some tension there. Hmm. Yeah, she probably didn't feel like she fit in very well. Hmm. And I guess, I guess that's probably why the father was so reluctant to stand out, not only to like keep her daughter, uh, his daughter safe, but to maintain the status quo because they were outsiders. So they didn't want want an extra thing to like um, kick them out for, possibly. Right, you know, this would be an interesting um, movie to do, like, a what would happen next on, because they don't really show the what happens next, you know? They only show the main drama, but the ending um, uh, has some resolve, but not really. Like, there's still, like, obvious, I guess... Um, what's the word like um not like antithesis but like there's obvious problems that they're gonna have to face outside of this film that we've seen so it'd be cool to see like oh what happens next or like a sequel right because the town still doesn't like wolves and now there's like like an extra one on on top of it plus um even if Okay, so let's say even if um, they understood that these were people and they can turn into wolves, they would probably just go under Cromwell's theory of that it's like like pagan witchcraft or something and they would still try to kill them. Right, there's still that underlying um, systematic, I guess, speciesism. <laughs> uh that's they're they're gonna have to face up against um but you know luckily they can shape shift you know so i guess i don't know i guess they can kind of get away with it for a little bit until they're exposed right right um so i think a theme of this film probably maybe is that um you may never truly understand someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And with both Robin and her father, they felt a certain way about wolves, but once they became wolves, especially Robin's dad, they understood like their their struggle. Hmm. And it's not really fully explained how or why they become wolves. It's just that they are Maybe that they've always been, or the mother was, or something. Maybe they came from a clan of wolf walkers um, from England. Who knows? But I do like the the idea of the wolf walkers. It reminds me a lot, like, if it were retold, maybe this would be modern-day werewolves, you know? 
It's just a different form of werewolves. Interesting spin on that. Right, so you briefly mentioned that uh, the secret of Kells and Song of the Sea were that the two previous movies. So like this is like, it's called the the Irish Folklore Trilogy, uh, which is, I guess, by its namesake, a trilogy featuring Irish folklore. So maybe this is just like a myth, which I tried um, typing in Wolf, Walk, Wolf Walker and like nothing came up. Aside from the film. Yeah. So, may so maybe it's called something else. Maybe it's like a blend of something else. I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I did have, like, I felt like there was lots of different inspirations from different films that I've seen. Um, and maybe we can talk about that towards the end here. But yeah, I mean, the plot, I, I felt like it was, you know, very original, but it also felt like it was kind of like everything else I've seen at the same time. So it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so I, yeah. So I mentioned that this kind of feels like a, like a Disney kind of movie with a, but like, I'm not sure if I said this on air or did we talk? We yeah, talk you, you did. Yeah. You did say it was um, very Disney like on air. I think so. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Then, right, so the art, the art style, the, like, I was kind of confused, like, confused a bit with the perspective of how they did the foreground, middle ground, and background, because it, because it's like, it's not foreshortened, hmm. it, it looks, like, flat. It's squished. So, yeah, so, so that kind of confused me for, like, certain scenes, but overall, it's, like, really good, really fluid, and I liked how you could see the the rough sketch of the animation for some of the characters that that was kind of cool and running with the wolves tonight uh is a banger and that scene was uh goosebumps chilling for real for real yeah um little girl turned sid vicious you know like once she got her bite uh robin did like she she was like the sweet little girl up until she turned into a were like into a wolf. And then, you know, towards the end there, like she was kicking butt, like did not care who she was biting or attacking or anything. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the wolf sense was really cool. Like how they did that uh, with like the, the, the sort of like chalky look with, um, like black and white. Yeah. That's like super dope. Right, where it's like you could smell it, you know, like they they sense it in smells and colors. I thought that was so, yeah, very interesting um, perspective. Um, I was also like really like I really liked how how period truthful I guess this was. Like you know, we talked about like the Oliver Cromwell and the actual like English Irish dilemma there but it seemed like there was a lot of um interesting historical factual stuff in there which i thought was really cool and I, I kept thinking to myself like dang imperialism dang colonists like what are all these people doing here so mad like they're burning the forest of course this is what they would do hmm all right um they they mopped with like buckets you know. <laughs> 
just we did the cleaning method that you know there was no swiffer back then so yeah times were rough back then they uh, what else so so i have a question were the parents together towards the end i didn't or? think that until you, like we just started talking about the end and then i was like wait you know what that's actually like a perfect match like he's a widower she's obviously not with anybody i guess except for maybe a bunch of wolves which is weird hmm yeah i don't know it's possible okay do you think that's why the the mom like went to the town to like find a mate and like bite him to like bring him back or something hmm huh i didn't think of it like that but Okay, right, because she, right, so they turn into wolves when they get bit. Is that how that works? Right. I didn't think that was, okay, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. I was literally like, just like, no, they didn't explain it, but no, I guess it's, yeah, they're werewolves, yo. They're they're straight up werewolves. Only, only without, like, the, like, they have self-control, so it's, like, a better deal. Right, yeah. Although they're probably not as strong, so I don't know. Trade off. Sure. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, so I was kind of thinking about this in Tarzan and in The Lion King. There's only like there's Mufasa and there's Simba and there's um, what's his name? Uh, is it Kerchak? The big the daddy ape. Uh, yes. Yeah, so they have like a harem, and I think that's interesting how they don't spell it out but it's there yeah yeah hmm. yeah that's all that's all okay <laughs> um is is there anything else um yeah i don't know i thought for sure that this was gonna end in a tragedy honestly it was a really good movie um i'm really glad nobody died oh goodness um it, this is probably also like the longest of the trilogy this was like almost two hours i think it was a pretty long movie um with lots of action like it was it's it's great to see this because it was so vivid and so colorful and they you could tell that they really put a lot of effort into it even though like the animation is not the prettiest like i mean it's not i want to say it's not the prettiest it's just not like clean i guess is what i want to say so you know like beyond that like the movement the the visuals everything really comes together i guess it's just a matter of like how how much ruggedness they wanted to leave in you know like did you did you feel like that at times like maybe they were rushing in scenes or maybe now that you mention it i do uh, i do remember thinking for a brief moment like were they pressed for time or something like like is this what they wanted <laughs> but i i think it was just what they wanted they were just trying something hmm yeah and you know what that's okay because they got a story out they got a really incredible story out i would watch this again i would watch the whole trilogy um you know so maybe it's really not all for none and getting things out quickly even though it's not perfect um, it's probably the best way to do it, maybe. I'm like speaking to myself. I'm like, 
hiring my pitch because I'm literally just speaking to myself. Ugh. I read in I read in a book once that 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 uh, people that raise their uh, pitch when they speak means they're uncertain. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, the book was was written by me. Dang, man. Are you a psychologist? When did you get a psychology degree? <laughs> From Cambridge. Uh, Cambridge.org. Uh, it's like, it's a pretty um, good good deal. It's like a $75 a month kind of deal. For like, mm -hmm. a, for like four weeks, you get a um, pamphlet that's, uh, that's signed with your name and it can be used as um, verification that you got some online rinky-dink um, school degree that won't get you anywhere. So it's a pretty good deal. Ooh. <laughs> no, but um, well, my last comment. So I kind of thought that when the dad shot the, the mom, like, like I kind of thought that, like, it may have been a sad ending, like she may have died. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm really glad that she didn't. <laughs> I thought for sure she was gone. Like, cause, cause I mean, at this point, it's like your daughter is jumping in, jumping in front of wolves. The wolf isn't attacking her. Uh, you know, she has to have some reason for like doing this, and they're not hurting her. Like, well, what are you doing? I don't know. So it was a, um, an interesting, I don't know. Okay. So like, let me just bring it back real quick because I did say that I was going to talk about like how this reminded me of a couple of different films and a couple of different films means like brother bear. Like it reminds me a lot of like brother bear. Um, maybe brother bear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and like a couple of other films, what can I remember anymore? But, um, Oh man, it was like something while you were talking earlier, like it reminded me so much of this other film. Um, yeah, and like Pocahontas reminds me of like... Uh, like was it Gardevoir? Is that, did you say that or no? Yeah, well you said that, like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's just... Oh, and then maybe like Brave, you know, like reminds me of Brave, of course, you know. With the shape shifting and the red hair little girl. So I feel like there's like a lot of um, inspirations from other films maybe that were used to, to help push this film along. Mm -hmm. Go on, I'm listening. That, that was really all I had to say about it. Like I feel like there was just like a lot of inspirations. Although like it does, like the plot does feel somewhat original. I feel like maybe there was... Like in the, in, the, in the telling of the making of this film, you know, like if I were to like break it down and look at it as like a director, I would look at it and be like, okay, so how did they do this? And I'm, I'm really thinking that maybe they started out with like a very skeleton like story and they just started adding to the story and animating and then like I think adding quirky uh, scenes in to make it kind of flow better. But I don't know. I don't know. It was, a, it was an interesting film. Um, I think I would probably rate this like an 8.3 out of 10, maybe. 
Okay, 8.3. Um, <clears throat> so the opening, like I said, was kind of slow for me. Like, it's, like, like I said, it took about like 40 minutes for me to really get it. And if, like it sort of seemed like the characters didn't talk was a way to create the story instead of like the story un unfolding from like, because um, you've heard like uh, people say that if if a character just just talked like that would be the season or the movie or something. So I think if they talked, sure, maybe things would have would have um, been solved quicker, but you also could have just told a different story. Like maybe things could have happened similar, but it would have just happened faster. And so we would have actually gotten a chance to, to see where the ending went. Like maybe that could have been the movie instead mm. of like the family. Right, like I would have liked to have seen like a resolution in some way, but I really don't feel like there was <laughs> was a real resolution. You know, like things were still kind of tragic at the end there. Yeah, they're sort of nomads, it looks like. Yeah. Well. Seven. Ooh, seven, okay. That's like, a, that's not bad. That's like an average. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I recommend it though. I Someone should see it if you're a fan of animation. So maybe we should eventually do Secret of the Kells and Song of the Sea, because we haven't done those yet. You're right. Let's uh, put it on the ever-expanding list that we'll probably <laughs> never see the end of. Yeah. I mean, especially if we start animating, you know, then somebody else is going to have to start doing podcasts about us. Or, oh, yes, yes. But I was thinking that um, we would, like, maybe, like, I don't know. We can talk about this off there, but yeah. yeah. Hot. The audience doesn't get to know. <laughs> you guys don't get to know. Just kidding. We'll tell you later. Eventually. I'm sure. Anyway, next time you meet us or we meet you, we're going to be talking about Luca, the new Disney Pixar. Is it Pixar or is it just? It's Pixar. Okay. Pixar movie. Yes. Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast, where we talk about animation and animation things. Um, this is your favorite co-host, Sarah, and I would like to remind you before you head off that we do have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a website, and soon to be a Patreon. So if you could reach out to us, leave us a comment, a review, anything that you like, and we will appreciate all of it. Um, otherwise, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> <laughs>